Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. Okay, my friends, I'm a little jazzed right now. I just finished, um, well, first of all, I went to my favorite coffee shop this morning and I got a medium coffee. It was delicious. So good. Um, But I just finished my how to lose your cravings virtual workshop. It's five days. I just finished day five and I'm so pumped for these ladies who are taking action. They are learning about their cravings. They're getting curious. They are taking action and making changes and it's amazing. So I literally just got off a call with them about 15 minutes ago. And I'm also prepping for a retreat I'm speaking at, and I'm talking all about body image and investigating body image. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. (laughs) But enough about me. You probably want to know what we're going to be talking about today. So on to our topic for this episode. So today we are diving into some nutrition education, and I want to clear up some myths about fats and carbs. I want to inform you of the facts about them so that you don't have to fear them, which a lot of us do, and you can make informed decisions that serve you. So I will be honest, I don't do many episodes on food and what to eat and what not to eat. That's not I mean, even though I know a lot about nutrition, I that's just not my jam, right? Like I mainly focus on our mindset around food because I believe our struggles with cravings and emotional eating, emotional eating seldom stem from the actual food, but from our mindset and lack of emotional intelligence. However, I do believe that empowering you with the knowledge about food so that you can make informed decisions about what you want to eat and what you don't want to eat is important. So today I am dispelling, I have five myths about fats and carbs that I'm going to dispel um, and help you shift your mindset around food, right? Or these foods, right? Sometimes we believe these things that we have been told for years and years and years. And so we think carbs are bad. We think fats are bad. We shouldn't eat them. But if we really understand and find the truth about them, it can shift our mindset around these foods. So I think it is important to understand the fats and carbs for what they really are. Okay. We also often villainize these foods or fear them, right? But when we see the facts of the matter, we can see that these foods are not evil. They're just food. They have chemical reactions in our body. That's it. Okay, so on to our myths. Myth one, a carb is a carb, whether it's chocolate, rice, fruit, or vegetables. Okay, my friends, this is a big fat myth. Did you know that vegetables are carbs? Yes, the lettuce in your salad that you ate, that's carbs. Broccoli, carbohydrates, bell pepper, carbohydrates. So I love this analogy of looking at a thousand calories of Oreos versus a thousand calories of broccoli. As you can imagine, your body is going to react very differently to the Oreos than the broccoli. 
first of all, a thousand calories of Oreos is just over a sleeve of cookies. So like, you know, the Oreo package, they usually got the two sleeves just over two. And that's not the double stuff, my friend. That's just the regular Oreos. Okay. And it's pretty easy to sit down. You're watching a movie and eat a thousand calories of Oreos, right? Anyone else besides me managed to do that. Not to mention the blood sugar spike you will have, insulin release, and then the sugar crash you will have later on. And the stomach ache and the bloating, digestive issues, there will definitely be no walk or activity after eating those Oreos. Okay? So let's look at broccoli. A thousand calories of broccoli is 27 cups. Okay, so there's no way I can eat 27 cups of broccoli in one sitting, maybe two cups, right? So first of all, you can't physically eat that much broccoli in one sitting. You would have to spread it out throughout the day or days, plural, right? Now, all the fiber in the broccoli is going to help stabilize your blood sugar. It's going to keep you full and aid in digestion leaving you with a healthy belly and gut as long as you're not allergic, right? So you can see that there is a difference in carbohydrates and how they affect your blood sugar, your digestion, your fullness, and energy. So eat your carbs and choose ones that feel good in your body and that serve you. Maybe it's two Oreos and a cup of broccoli. There you go. Compromise. (laughs) Okay, on to myth two. You can't lose weight eating carbs or carbs cause weight gain. This is false, my friends. (laughs) I just put a big false exclamation point next to it. Um, I have worked with so many clients who have lost weight while eating carbs. Potatoes, check. Rice, check. Bread, check. Beans, check. Pasta, check. It's not about the carbs themselves, but it's about what you are pairing them with and your serving size, right? If you're carbo-loading on chicken Alfredo every night, then yes, it will be difficult to lose weight and you might gain weight. But when you are strategic about what carbs you eat, how much, and what foods you pair them with, carbs have a place in all diets, So please don't restrict all carbs because you want to lose some weight. This will only hurt you in the long run. Because how sustainable is eating a diet with low to no carbs? Want an apple? Sorry, not allowed. Want some pasta? That's not zoodles or spaghetti squash? Sorry, not allowed. What I'm saying is this isn't sustainable. Okay, eat carbs in a strategic way and in amounts that serve you and feel good in your body. Okay, on to myth number three. Eating fat will cause weight gain. Hmm, where are all my 80s and 90s peeps, right? We were taught that fat was bad and that in order to lose weight, we needed to eat a low-fat diet. We believed that fat would make us fat, Because that is what nutrition experts, doctors, and weight loss companies told us. But guess what? They were wrong. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) I'm so glad they were wrong because I love fat. Olive oil, coconut, hemp seeds, grass-fed butter, shout out to Kerrygold, avocados, 
I love it all. And I deprived myself of them for so long. And since there was no fat in the food I was eating, guess what was in there to make it taste good? Sugar. Lots of sugar. Enter granola bars, strawberry yogurt, Nutrigrain bars, fruit snacks. So it's really important to eat healthy amounts of healthy fats in your diet. Okay, every cell in your body needs fat in order to survive. It needs fat. So eat fat, my friends. I give you permission. I give you permission to eat fat. Put olive oil on your Brussels sprouts. Put some butter on your sourdough toast. Put coconut and nuts in your Greek yogurt. And know that you are nourishing every cell of your body. Okay, myth number four. All fat-free foods are healthy. So I actually alluded to this in the previous myth, but let's take a deeper dive. The marketing labels that say fat-free does not mean that it's good for you. Buyer beware. So going back to the 80s when fat was taken away from us and we felt deprived for the next two decades, food companies had to make their food taste good somehow. They had taken the fat out of the food, which gives it flavor. So they needed to add something so it didn't taste like cardboard. And that, my friends, was sugar. They added sugar to everything. Crackers, cereal, bread, yogurt, french fries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, Now, we were eating less fat, but we were eating more sugar. This did not work for us. And now I'm not here to villainize sugar. I don't really care about sugar. But when food companies add sugar to their food so that we will want to come back for more and buy more of their product, then I get a little annoyed. Food companies add sugar to their foods so that us humans will get a little dopamine hit. We're like, hmm, this is good. This is really good. I want more. Get more of this. We want more and we buy more. So check your labels. Read the ingredients. There are over 56 different names for sugar. Isn't that crazy? 50, it's over 56 different types of sugar. My advice, choose products that have minimal ingredients and ingredients that you can read and understand. And know that just because it is fat-free does not mean it is good for you. Okay. Myth number five, I need to count calories or macros to lose weight. This is bogus, my friends. I work with women and men who have lost weight without counting macros or calories. We throw it out the window and it is amazing. It blows their minds and I love seeing this happen when people are confused about how to lose weight without counting calories or macros. We have been conditioned to believe that we need to count calories or macros in order to lose weight, right? The diet industry, fitness industry, we need to be at a calorie deficit or we need to be within our macros to lose weight. But I want to argue that it is more valuable to develop a healthy relationship with food, address your emotional eating and cravings, and focus on the quality of food. 
by focus on these focusing on these strategies, you will completely change the way that you look at food. You will drop the guilt and the shame around what you're eating. You'll learn how to eat intuitively versus relying on someone else to tell you what you should be eating. They don't know you. They don't know your schedule. They don't know how much you move throughout the day. They don't know your stress levels. Don't trust someone else to tell you what you should and shouldn't be eating on a daily basis. Trust yourself. Now, going back to the example of Oreos versus broccoli, you can see the difference food or see how different food affects your bodies differently. Now, if you ate, let's just say we're on a 1200 calorie diet, right? Who has been there in their life? Um, okay, if you ate 1200 calories of Oreos, like that's your your input for the day versus 1200 calories of broccoli in one day, you are going to have different energy levels, different satiety levels, like your fullness and your hunger and different digestive issues. So you can see that it's not just about the calories, but it's about our relationship to food and putting together foods that serve us. And guess what? That might be a big salad with grilled chicken, or it might be a bowl of mac and cheese. It might be 1,500 calories one day, and it might be 2,000 calories another day. It might be more fat one day and more carbs another day, right? We are always changing. Our body is always changing. Don't be a cookie cutter. Be your own person. Okay, my friends, that these are my five myth busters for you. I hope that by sharing these with you that you're able to look at food differently. You're able to let go of these myths that have sometimes been um, really driving our relationship to food, right? And our choices around food and what we think we're allowed to eat or what we should be eating. Okay, letting go of those food myths, letting all foods be a part of your diet, eating foods in amounts that serve you. That's what's important. Developing a healthy relationship with food. That's what serves you. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I have the amazing Dr. Stephanie Snyder on the show and she is going to share with us the power of intention around our food choices. This is a great interview. You won't want to miss it. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.